series on Jesus and healing, and this is one of my favorite subjects, Jesus and healing, you know? And I spent the last 24 days in beautiful South Africa really pressing into the mission, the message, and the ministry of Jesus. And we know that Jesus' mission was about healing. He came to heal the sick. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He, became, he came to make what was wrong right. I mean, all of what Jesus did was healing. He was bringing healing to the, the entire cosmos. Where sin had entered and broken the world, Jesus came with healing and the answer to take that which was bound up by darkness and to bring his beautiful light, the, the gospel, the good news, which Jesus is the good news. He is the gospel. He's the one who comes to set each and every one of us free. And he's called us to join him in his mission of healing. And we, we enter into his mission of healing by also declaring his message that his kingdom has come, that he is coming close to the brokenhearted. He's coming close to those who have been bound by all sorts of things that have distorted the very image of God. And he's come to, to make those things right. His mission and his message is this. He's not mad at us. He loves us. In fact, he's come to literally love the hell out of us. The hell that's bound us and, and caused us to, to shrink back and to see ourselves in a distorted image, he comes to say, no, you were made in my image and to bring about healing of not only your body, but your soul, your spirit. The, the, the entirety of humanity, Jesus has come to bring healing. So this is his mission. This is his message and his ministry is what we've been called into. That we've been called to be like Jesus how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Spirit and power, and he went about doing good. That's Acts 10, 38, the same thing. How God has anointed you with his spirit to go about doing good. No matter where you're going, we're to begin to look at how we can display the healing ministry of Jesus. That healing ministry might come by literally having a conversation with a friend that's going through pain. Maybe they've been through a divorce. Maybe someone has been... Um, you know, going through a hardship of they've gotten laid off their job. Healing comes in so many different forms. We will want to always put it to physical healing, which is a big thing. But there's healing of relationships. There's healing in um, so many different areas of aspects. And we are to be healing agents. And Jesus commissioned his church to be just that. That we don't just have a message, but we actually get to demonstrate the reality of that message. So Jesus has called you, if you're a believer, he's mandated you with his mission. He's put into you his message, and he's inviting you to come and bring his ministry wherever you go so that people can see the risen Christ in your life, so they can see Jesus with skin on, so they can be healed from the torment. My good friend uh, Alexander Venter puts healing this way, and I love it. He said, healing is mercy. Healing is mystery, and healing is war. It's mercy. Isn't it the mercy of God that he is there on a tree with the nails in his hand, the piercing of his side, and he in his mercy comes, instead of us being subjected to death, he comes and steps into our place of death, and he brings healing, though he's the wounded healer, for all humanity to look upon the nail scars of his hands and the side in his in his side and see that this is the Jesus, this is the God who comes to bring healing, even in his own suffering. 
He brings mercy. He brings life. He looks upon those who are being harassed and, and he goes, he's the good shepherd who steps in in the midst of the chaos to bring healing. And this is what we're called to do. We're to, to step into those places where we see injustice happening and be an example of mercy. And at some level, we are all wounded healers. And we're gonna live in a mystery and the tension of sometimes we're gonna see the kingdom come in power in a moment. Sometimes we're gonna see the progressing work of the kingdom. We see the fast work of the kingdom. We see the slow work of the kingdom. We see the fast move of healing and we see the slow work of healing. Listen, we all believe in the finished work of the gospel, right? We believe in the finished work, but here's what I would like to tell you this. Though we believe in the finished work of the gospel and of Jesus, it doesn't mean you're, not, you're gonna suffer. It doesn't mean you're gonna die. What it means is this, is that God is gonna come in his grace through your suffering, through your pain, and though you die, you live because Christ is the one who resurrected. So we go and we think through our that mystery part, the now and not yet of the kingdom, and we don't shrink back. We literally step into the grace of God and we begin to heal the sick even in our brokenness. And in the war, listen, we enter into the war of the lamb, and the war of the lamb is this, against sin, sickness, disease, and demons. And we enter into that, Jesus plundered his house, and we're to plunder where the enemy has occupied himself in different things, we too are to begin to plunder where the enemy has been at work. So this beautiful story of a young girl that comes up to me in one of the meetings and her face is so distraught. She'd been under sickness for over three years, over 22 uh, seizures. She had uh, developed some things after COVID and her heart had fluid wrapped around it. She had lost all the cartilage in her knees. She's 15 years old. And she's been bound by sickness Wondering, is God for her? Does, would God come near her? Is she gonna suffer in her pain? In a moment, I just reached out and I said, can I pray for you? And it was the most beautiful moment as the spirit of the Lord came and it was literally like this. You saw waves of power. And it hit this girl and she went, whoa! Shook and fell on the ground. And, and it almost looked like a seizure. And the grandma was so scared, she yelled out. She goes, she's having a seizure! And honestly, at that moment, I kind of got, oh, is she having a seizure? But I started to kind of get into that place of not wondering. So I just bent down quietly amidst all the chaos that was going on. And I just said, sweetie, what's happening to you? And you could see this tear begin to roll down her face. And this is what she said. She says, it was as if God came and hugged me. And all that stuff that was in my body left me. And she gets up completely healed. She's moving in her legs. She's doing all these things. Like her grandma's freaking out. She has no car. She can't do the stuff she's doing. She feels the pressure on her chest has left. The kingdom of God broke in in that moment for this girl who had been bound up by something that was spiritual and physical that caused the sickness for three years. And when Jesus came into the room for her, hugged her, literally this thing was dispelled. The judgment of God came on the sickness that was coming against her. So we enter into the war by stepping in, in the mercy and the love of God, not knowing what's gonna happen, but we're gonna extend our hand and we're gonna pray for the sick. 
And we're gonna love people all the way through. We're not gonna give pat answers when things aren't going right. We're just gonna simply say, I don't know, but God loves you. How do we walk you through this? What's the Lord saying? Getting his grace, and we keep stepping into the mission, message, and ministry of Jesus, and we keep breaking through in the power of the gospel because the gospel is meant to be a gospel of power. It's not just a proclamation. It has to be released through demonstration. The working of the kingdom has to be seen. And when we see the kingdom at work, when you see the demonstration of healing happens, then what happens is hearts begin to get open and they want to hear the message. And I watched this over and over again. I, I, I kind of got suckered into something. They were going to bring me to a soup kitchen only to find out it was a soup kitchen outside and they had a sound system up and there was crowds of people coming. I'm like, okay, they want me to do an open air preaching. And I'm like, I'm not doing this because I don't want to propagate the man of God culture. So I'm like, Lord, what do I do? And I felt the Lord said, give me away. So you know what I did? I literally said, who's sick here? Hands went up. I said, come up here right now. And here's what I believe. The gospel was present for them and it had nothing to do about me. So I said, here's how you're gonna do. You're sick, you're sick, you're gonna pray for the sick and, and Jesus is gonna heal, you, heal them. And sure enough, the kingdom of God breaks in and they begin to heal the sick. Literally, hundreds of healings are taking place. I'm not praying for one person. I'm just pulling people up out of the audience and pr- having them pray for, deaf ears are opening, blind eyes are opening. I mean, all these incredible things are happening. And I said, listen, this didn't come through a man of God. This came through Jesus, because Jesus is here to set the captive free. And he wants to not only heal your body, he wants to come and live on the inside of you and bring wholeness to you. Who would like to receive Christ? And guess what? The hands went up everywhere. Over 80% of the crowd ended up opening their hearts to Jesus. And they're the ones that were already doing kingdom work before they even came into the kingdom. Now that's gonna mess up your theology, but here's the deal. He, God is wanting to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, not just Christian flesh. He's bringing us into the kingdom so we can do the work of the kingdom. And I think it's a prophetic message. He's gonna call those that aren't even in the church to do, start doing the work of the church so when we get into the church, the church can believe to do the stuff. This is what we're called to do. Instead of me just talking about it, I wanna show you a video though of some things that are taking place so it will help you to get an understanding that anybody, everybody, that names the name of Jesus is called to the mission, message, and ministry of Jesus, which is healing. And so you're gonna see this really cool video. It's about mm, maybe 15 minutes long, but I want you to watch for something. I want you to watch to see how ordinary people are, are being used to see the extraordinary work of the gospel and healing take place but you've come, you need healing in your body. So I want you to check right now. Is your, is your pain high, medium, or low? That's all you need to know. Is there something you can do or you can't do? When you're watching this video, I want you to try to do something you couldn't do. I want you to look for the pain. If something begins to happen, and I'll do, we'll do a call at the end for ministry, I want you to, it doesn't, it's not gonna mess up the video, just stand up and clap if something happens to you. Because I believe God is here to release healing right now. And so this first video, or the first person in the video, you're going to see of this young man, I hear the story later, he came to the meeting, he was talking to one of the leaders, and the leaders uh, who saying, look, I don't believe in healing, I've had pain in my neck for years, this is like generational, I don't know if God even is real, if this stuff even happens, and he said, why don't you come to this meeting? Well, he responds to a word of knowledge I have, he comes up, and Jesus heals this young man. But not only that, he literally 
starts to pray for somebody else afterwards. Because here's the thing. In Matthew 10, at the very end, it says this. Freely you received. Freely give away. Guys, we've, been, we've received this gospel. We received Jesus, who is the healing agent. So freely that you received him, let's freely give him away. Would you get ready to cue up this video to play it? And I pray that it release faith in you to respond to be healing agents wherever you go. Amen? Amen. Be healed. Be healed. Spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. Go. Go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. 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 On a scale from zero to ten, what's your pain? That's a nine and a half. A nine and a half. Wow. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna have someone else. He just he just gave away what Jesus. He still has more to give away. I'm not saying that. It was really funny. I said, "Would you like to give this away?" Like I meant me giving Jesus what she goes. No, I don't want to give this away. And she's just like, "No, no, no. You get to keep it, but you get to give Jesus away." Okay. So okay. Would someone that has never, you really honestly have never prayed for the sick, would you come up here? Please. You've never seen healing out of your own hand. Thank yeah. you. Come on. Put your hand on the shoulder. Okay, now move your hand. Move your body. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. I think that my because I, I do exercise and the pain is not much, but he has been there for like many months, you know, to go, to come, yeah. and I pray, yeah. to punish, yeah. to come back again. But what about right now? I think I'm feeling much better now. Okay. <laughs> is it now? It's, it's, it's much better now. Much better now? Than before. Before, but it's not all the way gone yet. Okay, thank you. Okay. Move it again. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Let's <laughs> have all the energy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I can't feel it. <laughs> Something just like peace than before. Uh huh. 
I feel some peace. There's peace. Did you feel it being warmth or tingling or anything? A little bit warm. A little bit warm. I feel more peace now. And peace, and then just the pain starts to. Peace leaves. Yeah. I can't feel it. Man. I can't feel it, man. I believe you. I believe you. I'm telling you. Wow. This is wonderful. Yeah. Amen. What's your pain level right now? Seven. Seven. Okay. The toothache is like four. Okay. Can you just hold his hand for a second? We can keep your eyes open. Now, you want to close your eyes, you're going to make her nervous. Okay? Who comes down to you? I'm teasing. All right, check your body. Check your body. What's going on? What's going on with your back? What's going on with your tooth? What? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So can you. <laughs> okay, so you were having a problem in your shoulder, is that right? And you said it was about a five? No, I, I said about five maybe. Okay, so the reason why I'm doing that, we're just trying to find, and this is all subjective to, to one degree, whether to some people a five a level pain would be like maybe a three level of pain, some, and some would be like a ten. It doesn't, I'm just trying to get some bit of information so we know how effective our prayer will be. So she's experiencing some pain, and so I want to see when you pray for her what happens, okay? So it's her right shoulder, and so here's what I'd like for you to do. Would you just, just gently put your hand on her shoulder? Don't pray. Okay, move your body around. So what? What's going on? So I have this, when I do this, I have this crack that like I can feel nerves like doing this. And I don't feel them. Where's the pain at? Where did the pain go? I don't know. Did you feel like a warmth or a tingling? I was standing there and I felt the warmth. You started feeling the warmth already right there. But when you came up and she put her hand on you, she didn't even pray for no, you. I'm sweating. <laughs> wow. What do you think about that? That's God's miracle. Yeah, God's goodness, huh? It's grace. So see, here's why I had her do that, is just put her hand on, because oftentimes we think, we're going to pray this, we're going to say this, we're going to do this. And it's really Christ in you, the hope of glory, with literally just a touch. I've got sad hernias. I've been in this time to push through. It's severe pain, and I can't explain to no one. It's starting to limit my movements a lot. I especially moved to nights now with the hope that um, mm -hmm. I'm going to get help soon. I'm going to see a doctor the 7th of April, but um, if I'm going to get an operation date, I don't know yet because they yeah. told me they're two years behind. But this pain is... Really bad, huh? Uh, Scale from 0 to 10, what would you give your pain right now? 
Yeah. 11, so it's really painful. Okay, can she just hold your hand for a second? You can just look at her. You can look at her and make her nervous. Or you can, you, you just receive, I'm just kidding. Say this, say Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for your healing presence. Thank you for your healing presence. I release healing to her stomach. Would you just bring healing to her stomach, Lord? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Infirmity. Infirmity. Leave. Leave. Okay. Move your body and see. Push on your stomach. See what's going on. You said it was an 11. Can you tell any difference that's going on right now? I don't feel the lump. You don't feel the what? Wow. You don't feel the lump. There's always an intestine lump. You don't feel it. Wow. Can you look for it really good? Thank 
What's going on? Tell them. I can move. Is that good? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. All the pain gone. 100%. Awesome. This is Diana, our waitress, and I asked Diana if she had any issues or any pain. Yes. And you had broken your arm yes. two, years two years ago. And so you were, and I asked high, medium, or low pain. And it's a medium. Medium pain, and I just held your hand. Yes. That's all I did. I didn't say anything, yeah. didn't do anything. And what happened? That's true. And then my arm was fine. And what did you think about that? It's a miracle. Yeah. Go. But then I asked, you told me you had metal in your arm. Yes because of the broken arm. Yes. And I asked you, oh, first when I held your hand, you said you felt, what did you feel was the description? Just like hot, burning. Like burning hot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's just... It's gone. Yeah. And then you had this metal plate. Yes. And you can feel it normally with your hands, right? Yes. And I just put my hand on there. Yeah. And I said, now look for the metal. And, and what happened? It's gone. I couldn't find the plate. You couldn't find I the plate. Couldn't find the plate. What do you think about that? That's Jesus. That's absolutely That's Jesus. Jesus. Very true. Amen. That's Jesus. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. So maybe medium. Okay, put your hand on her shoulder. Say Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me. Now all pain. All pain. Leave her body. Leave her body. Now. Now. Move your body. Look for it. Look. <laughs> Is it gone? How no, it's still there. Put your hand back there. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for presence. All pain. All pain. Leave her body. Leave her body now. Try it. Amen. Hey. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> We're called to the mission. We're called to the message. And we're called to the ministry of Jesus. It's inside the church. It's through the church. But it's outside the church, wherever you go, that we get to put Jesus on display. We get to share the gospel, the healing message of Jesus and you watched as people were getting healed, left and right, some using words, some not using words. You saw the power move, and listen, God wants not just to do that there in South Africa, he wants to do it here, wherever you go, that we are healing agents. And if the body begins to give away Jesus, as we freely, what we've received, we freely give away, this is how it begins to multiply out. That last part was at a restaurant that was so beautiful, as we just, I said to the waitress, said, do you need healing? She said, yes. And she brings the entire waiting staff out. And I didn't pray, I had them pray. 
and it multiplied out through them. And then at the very end, the Lord said, I want you to go and I want you to double the amount of the bill. So I'm walking up to do that, and then I hear the Lord said, double it again. The lady looks at it, because you have to show them that before they do the processing, and she breaks down and falls into my arms, weeping uncontrollably, because the amount that we gave her was probably almost a year's salary. So we brought healing to a financial situation, not just healing to her body. We brought healing and brought dignity to her because she had been in this place of impoverished, working hours after hours and hours. And what I wanted her to see wasn't just the healing of her body, but I wanted her to see that she was a human, that people loved her, <clears throat> that God sees her, and that she's made for more than just getting by. That's bringing healing too. And we can all do that. We can all give out of whatever Jesus has given us. In ministry time, we're gonna close just a moment to go into worship, but in ministry time, I really wanna break into a moment of healing, but I do wanna check, I heard a clap. Is there anything else? Check your bodies really quick to see if anything changed in the slightest and begin just to let me know through a clap or through a stand if something's happened. There's a woman here. Is that, can you stand and clap if something's happened? One, two. Three, four, come on. Five. Amen. That's just round one. <laughs> so Jesus, we thank you for your healing presence. And I'm just gonna pray as they come into the worship and then we'll, we'll go into ministry. But Jesus, I thank you so much that you have brought us to be agents of healing that to release your presence, that we are to step into your mission, into your message, and into your ministry so that the world might see the good news of the gospel. They might see you, Jesus, through our lives. And I pray, Holy Spirit, would you come as we enter into worship. May your healing presence come upon us. Amen. Amen.